Hello everyone, welcome to today's meditation. Please sit comfortably and close your eyes. Let's take a few long, deep breaths, just allowing your body to settle into wherever you're sitting. Breathe in deep, filling your stomach with air. Inhale for four seconds. Hold. And exhale for four seconds. Let's do that again, being sure to feel your stomach expand. And when you breathe in deep, try not to raise your chest or your shoulders. That'll just cause your body to become more stressed. Rather, use your stomach. Inhale for four seconds. Hold. And exhale. Once more, inhale for four seconds. Hold. And exhale. Now just breathe naturally. Don't force your breath, but just be aware of your breath as it naturally flows in and naturally flows out. Yesterday was the 94th birthday of the Benedictine monk, David Stendelrost. In the 1960s, Stendelrost founded the Center for Spiritual Studies, which brought together spiritual teachers from Jewish, Buddhist, Hindu, Sufi, Christian, and other traditions to study spirituality in an interfaith setting. Recently, Stendelrost founded the Network for Grateful Living, which has an amazing website, if you're interested, gratefulness.org. Today, in celebration of Brother Stendelrost's 94th birthday, I will read a few of his reflections on life, death, and gratitude. So please just rest comfortably, allowing your breath to flow naturally. And if you like, as I read these words, allow the words and feelings and images that flow from them to spread throughout your body, your mind, and your heart. Gratefulness is the key to joy. This idea of gratefulness is that you cannot be grateful for everything, but you can be grateful at every moment. Because even if something is given to you for which you cannot be grateful, you can be grateful for the opportunity that it gives you. Anxiety is inevitable in life, but fear is optional. If we fear, we get stuck 
in that narrow spot of our anxiety. But if we trust, we go through our anxiety like a birth canal and we go into another birth. We have to over and over make that gesture of trustingly going through our anxiety and coming out on the other side in a new birth. Then we will come more alive, even in the midst of suffering. So whether it's in public life or in private life, moments in which you are really, really challenged, if you distrust life, if you fear life, you are simply paralyzed. But if you respond to what the present moment is bringing to you, then this is the expression of trusting in life. Fear not, fear not. The opposite of fear is trust. And if you fear not, life will show you the way. It's good to have goals, big goals and big ideals, big values, but not too clear. Not too clear of an idea of how, how you're going to do it. Life knows better. Trust in life. Trust in life is also the center of every spiritual tradition. And so spirituality is measured by our aliveness. And that includes aliveness in the body, even in sickness. It makes a difference whether you are alive to your body or whether you are somehow resisting it or cutting yourself off from it being really alive. Be alive in your emotions, in your intellectual interests. All of this is part of, spirit, part of spirituality. To be aware, to listen, and to respond. You may ask, what is the gift of death? The gift of death is knowing that we have to die and that if you take it in the right way, ought to make us appreciate the value of every moment because this moment brings me something. This moment asks something of me. This moment is an opportunity to come alive. And if I miss this moment, life is so generous that I get another opportunity. However, if you're already a little closer to death, so life has only so many opportunities, and we don't know how many. So this is already a gift because it makes us come alive. Death makes us come alive makes us aware that there is something within us or some aspect of us which is not subject to death. That is the self, the higher self, which remains. And since the self is not in time and space, when my time is up, the self cannot be affected. And that is a consoling aspect of death. You may ask, 
Why do I run around with this I, this ego? What is this function of my life? The poet Rainer Rilke gives a beautiful answer. He says, we are the bees of the invisible, the infinite. We gather the nectar from the visible, the nectar of everything that is in time and space, and we harvest it into the great golden honeycomb of the invisible. And that invisible is the infinite self. We enrich this higher self through everything we suffer and everything we enjoy and everything we experience. Now, if you like, bring your awareness back to your breath. Let's meditate silently for a few minutes, allowing these beautiful reflections to flow through us. If you'd like a mantra, you can silently recite, I trust in life. If your mind drifts to thoughts or noises in the environment or sensations in your body, that's normal. Just notice them and gently return your awareness back to your breath or the mantra, I trust in life. I'll watch the time and let you know when to stop.
It's time to stop your meditation and to release the mantra. With your eyes closed, just rest quietly, resting in aliveness, resting in awareness. And as you go about your day and your week, Let's have the intention to trust in life. Stindl Ross says that people who have faith in life are like the swimmers who entrust themselves to a rushing river. They neither abandon themselves to its current nor try to resist it. Rather, they adjust their every movement to the water course Use it with purpose and skill and enjoy the adventure. Now, if you like, bring your palms together in front of your heart center. I'll turn off the mute and we can chant together the Sanskrit word for being, Om. And then when you're ready, gently and gracefully open your eyes as we greet each other with Namaste. Om. Namaste. 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 Namaste.